a uh, woman who won her uh, primary race by quite a bunch uh, yesterday is uh, Senator Martha McSally. Martha, good morning. Good morning, Chris. How are you doing today? Is Dan on with you? No, he's not. He's He oh, was okay. on in the first hour, so. Got it. But, um, so, um, let's talk about uh, uh, extension of unemployment benefits and a lot of this good stuff that's going on right now in this negotiations. Give us a little inside deal, uh, view of what's going on at the Senate in relation to this next stage of this. Well, it's pretty clear that Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi really want to do nothing, uh, and they're not negotiating good faith. Uh, we're focusing on things that are going to help revamp our economy, uh, you know, get it going again, uh, supporting people and supporting small businesses and, uh, you know, ensuring that we have this great American comeback. But uh, they have just showed themselves to be unserious. They're willing to hurt Americans in order to gain power. And I called them on this by going to the Senate floor and simply asking for a seven-day extension. You know, if, if they care so much about this, wouldn't they just support a seven-day extension of the benefits while we continue to work through our differences to uh, incentivize work and, uh, you know, provide that social safety net and having that right balance? Uh, but Chuck Schumer personally came to the floor to object to that, showing his true colors about, you know, just playing games in this because they just want to gain power. But we're going to stop that from happening, uh, which is uh, why this Arizona race is so consequential. And I don't know if you heard the news, but I challenge Mark Kelly to seven debates uh, to make sure that he comes out of his bunker and uh, people realize what is at stake here. Uh, he and Joe Biden are a Trojan horse. Uh, and if they gain power and Chuck Schumer is in charge, the radical left agenda will be rammed through. It'll be nothing like we've seen in our lifetime. Uh, and Mark Kelly needs to take, you know, show his uh, true colors here what's the, uh, um, and the positions that he's not failing to take. What's the sweet spot, you think, on the uh, federal unemployment Kick, uh, sp- uh, kicker what do you what do you think the sweet spot number is because we know since it ended i've seen uh you know yeah. credible business owners talking about how they do have employees that want to come back to work now magically yeah. so, well I, I think you know some of the proposals we've talked about are you know some percentage of what people were making before so that you incentivize work but you also do support the safety net for people you know in restaurants and travel industry like the unemployment rate's like 36 percent There are jobs out there, so we do need to incentivize that work. Uh, And again, reasonable people think it's some percentage of what people were making beforehand. Uh, But, you know, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are not reasonable. I've uh, I've heard that before. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what's at stake here. With 90 days to go uh, uh, for, you know, Mark Kelly to come out of his bunker, remind everybody he's actually a Democrat. And a vote for him is a vote for Chuck Schumer and the radical left agenda that they will jam through. I mean, you saw Obama said it last week, right? That they will abolish the filibuster. They'll make D.C. and Puerto Rico a state for new Democrat senators. You know, they'll jam through their, uh, you know, green bad deal, government takeover of health care, expand the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, you, you know the agenda. You talk about it all the time. That's what a vote for Mark Kelly is, and that's why we need to be strong and united and smoke him out and make sure people realize he's a Democrat. His first vote will decide the balance of power. That's what's at stake in this election. Um, we have a lot of small business owners listening to the show. One's our friend Kent at the Sausage Shop. He's listening right now. He wants to know, you know, he saw one of your ads about supporting, supporting small business 
He wants to know specifically if you get elected to another six years, what are you going to specifically push to help small businesses, true small businesses? Well, yeah, Ken, before the pandemic hit, uh, we showed through conservative policies, lowering taxes, less regulations. We were just getting going. But that was showing a really strong economy and support to small businesses. We still need to keep going on the deregulation. We need to make the tax cuts permanent. I'd like to cut them even more. And then when the pandemic hit, uh, the PPP program has saved over 80,000 Arizona small businesses and a million jobs. Uh, I think for those who have been uh, hurt the hardest, uh, there's still some money left in there. If they can prove because of government directives they haven't hurt the hardest, there needs to be another uh, tranche for uh, certain industries that are being deeply impacted in PPP. And then I've also been leading on for the forgivable part of the loan. I don't know if he's gotten PPP, but if they've had to buy protective equipment or plexiglass or anything to modify the way they do business, that all should be uh, in the calculations because those were not obviously things that they were having to think about uh, six months ago. So uh, if he's got other ideas on deregulation, then uh, we're happy to go to the mat on that. Uh, But I'll tell you, if Biden, Schumer, and Pelosi are in charge, uh, they are campaigning on raising your taxes, uh, rolling back the tax cuts that we had, raising them even more to pay for their socialist agenda, and that's going to be crushing for small businesses like his. The um, So we had organizations that got PPP, like Planned Parenthood, and I love the Goldwater kids, but even they got a, <laughs> they got a PPP number. Um, when, when, when do we start focusing this back down to the actual businesses that are employing a lot of people? Because there's a lot of yeah. real, genuine small businesses like Kent yep. who got nothing. Yep. Well, the Planned Parenthood, that was against the law, so uh, that money needs to be given back. Uh, and Kent, if he hasn't gotten PPP yet, tell him to reach out to my office. There's still money available. He can go to any financial institution and he can apply for it and still get access to it. So uh, please uh, do that. But if you need help, we can't you know, tell you which financial institution to go to. Uh, but the resources are still out there to support small businesses like his. And in the early days, we were seeing, look, it was designed for the definition of small businesses, 500 and below. In the early days where we were, I had concerns that financial institutions were um, not prioritizing the mom and pop, very small businesses, uh, you know, kicked their asses on it, made sure that especially in the the second round, many more of them got it. And the average loan size in Arizona, I think, was less than $100,000. So really focusing on those mom and pop businesses. Going forward, if there's another tranche, I'm specifically saying we should have focus on those very small businesses to make sure they can stay afloat and get through this. Let me ask you one last question. I need you need to, I know you need to go um, is if the money to Planned Parenthood was illegal, who is dropping the ball in that they're still keeping the money and there's been no consequences. What's going on? Yeah. Well, the administration needs to, you know, through through their accountability and their oversight and the tools that they have, uh, get that money back and hold them accountable for fraudulently applying for it. All right, Martha. We'll talk to you soon. I need. I know you're you're on a tight time schedule. So, hey, ninety days ago, Chris. Let's win. All right, Martha Save McSally. Good talking to you, ma'am. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye, bye, Senator Martha Martha McSally. Eight seventeen in the morning.